Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thursday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming online at supertalk.fm. Good to have you along for the ride. Time to go to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Scott Reese joins us. He is the radio play-by-play announcer for the Stanford Cardinal, and he joins us this afternoon to talk a little about K.J. Costello. Scott, appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time this afternoon. What is Mississippi State getting, in your mind, in K.J. Costello as a quarterback? Uh, you guys should be really happy. Um, you know, KJ's, uh, he, he is a really good football player. Um, but, but even more than what he brings on the field, he is exactly the type of fiery competitor and, and leader that you want at that position. A two-time captain, and there haven't been a lot of those in Stanford football history, uh, that shows you what his teammates, you know, thought of him. Um, and, you know, the minute he took over, and there was a game sophomore year when, you know, he was, I think, third string to start the season, and the top two guys weren't getting it done, and, and he came off the bench, and immediately you could just see the effect of the huddle, and 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 his uh, enthusiasm is contagious. So uh, we can talk about what he brings on the field, but uh, he's he's a really good player and a really great leader. What do you think went into the decision to move on from Stanford? I, I know some injuries that he, he dealt with. Do, do you think it was just a new challenge, a new opportunity? Was it time? Was he beaten out for that spot at, at Stanford? What, what all went into that? Well, so it's it, the injuries were a big part of it. Uh, you know, people expected big things from him this past year in 2019, and, and why not? I mean, 2018, he was phenomenal. He threw for 3,500 yards. He was second-team All-Pac-12. And coming back, people thought he might be, you know, if not the best, you know, with Justin Herbert in the conference, maybe the second-best quarterback in the conference, and a guy who probably was going to be in the NFL draft come this, this year. Uh, but he was beaten up and banged up and just could not get right all year. He had a thumb and he had a head and he had a hip and just all kinds of injuries. And that's the one, I think, uh, tale of caution going forward that, you know, he needs to be healthy to be the player that he can be. And I guess you could say that about anybody. Um, as far as the decision, you know, Stanford's got another blue chipper named Davis Mills who kind of took control of things and started putting up some pretty impressive passing numbers when KJ was hurt. And I think when push came to shove, I think Davis was going to be number one on the depth chart next year because of the uncertainty of KJ health-wise, and so I think it was a conversation between Coach Shaw and between KJ, basically saying, "Look, you know, you you owe it to yourself to go look around and see if there's a place where you know you can be the guy because we can't make you that guarantee here." What's the relationship between David Shaw and his players, and specifically his quarterbacks? And I ask that because outside looking in, it it seems like there's a lot of respect there. Uh, there is. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of the most, you know, universally respected coaches, I think, in the game. I think it's fair to say, uh, you know, David Shaw's track record is tremendous. Obviously, this past year was, a, we hope, a blip on the radar, but uh, every other season was, you know, an unmitigated success. Um, you know, he graduates guys, he puts them in the NFL. Um, he, 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 you know, oversees a program of guys who are leaders, um, kind of pillars of society. I mean, all the great things you think about Stanford, and a lot of that comes from Coach Shaw. 
uh, then KJ is exactly one of those guys. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, there's a, a very high level of mutual respect between the coach and his players. Um, and, you know, you'd have to ask KJ when he gets there about his experience and, and whatnot. And, and, you know, I can only speculate about some of the end-all, be-all reasons that he wound up making the decision and pulling the trigger. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I know there was a conversation, and I'm quite sure that, you know, Coach Shaw treated him with the utmost respect in making this call. Scott Reese, radio play-by-play announcer for the Stanford Cardinal on your radio on the Farm Bureau phone line at Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Scott, when when I think about the offenses, um, Stanford's and Washington State's with Mike Leach, I, I tend to think kind of opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. Yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> you, you've seen that Washington State offense in person a, a bunch of times, whereas we've only, you know, for the most part, only seen it on television. Plugging KJ Costello into that type of offense, does it make sense? It's going to be fascinating. I think it does make sense because he's a, he's a very smart quarterback, and obviously that you know you, you need to be that because you know with Coach Leach, uh, what are there? He's got you know maybe ten different plays and, and and formations, but they run a million different permutations, and a lot of it is reacting, you know, post snap reacting. Um, and, and KJ is a very poised quarterback and a very smart quarterback. Um, you know his mechanics aren't perfect, and, and you know there's a reason that he's not you know touted as a first round pick at this point in his career, but he's accurate his arm strength is good and i think that you know he will thrive in that system so i think again if health permits i'm fascinated to see how he thrives in the mike leach system because you know going from stanford where it's a lot of ground and pound and you know it's a lot of you know short throws and, and you know ball control offense and whatnot to basically as you said the polar opposite the air raid and mike leach and he's going to get to you know chuck it around 50 times a game so i think he's probably salivating at the opportunity and for me the biggest takeaway from this is you know what is the the narrative on mike leach quarterbacks trying to go to the nfl is what well their system guys we're not sure you know gardner minshew's sort of breaking the mold, but you're not going to have that problem if you're K.J. Costello, because Scott's going to look and say, okay, but he also did that in the pro-style offense at Stanford. So if, if, if K.J. comes in there and puts up a ton of yards and great numbers, I think his draft stock is going to rise substantially. Hey, Scott, Brian Haydad here. Speaking of Mike Leach, though, with his offense coming from the Pac-12 where it was so successful, you got a chance to see that up close and personal. The, the narrative down here is going to be, well, can you do it against SEC defenses? Just in your opinion, right. do you think this, this, this offense can thrive in the SEC? Well, it's going to be a fascinating experiment, I can tell you that. Uh, I, I don't know is the answer. Um, you know, we, it's not like there's no physicality here in the Pac-12. You know, I mean, Stanford, certainly up until the last couple of years, had one of the most physical defenses in the country. Um, USC, Utah, I mean, there are teams, you know, that, that play, have played SEC-style defense, uh, and Washington State has won a lot of games against those teams over the years. So, you know, can it be effective? Yes. Will it be as effective week in and week out against, you know, the LSUs and the Alabamas and what he's going to see week in and week out there? Remains to be seen. Um, um, you know, I, I think it's an intriguing hire, uh, but Mike Leach has won everywhere he's gone. You know, and, and if he can thrive in the Big Twelve and he can thrive in the Pac Twelve, I see no reason why he can't be successful in the SEC. Even though the defenses clearly will be of a different caliber. Scott, you said something a, a second ago that kind of piqued my my interest when when you talked about ground and pound offense, two tight ends, physical. That, that's the reputation that David Shaw and Stanford have. But if you rewind two years to the season when Costello threw for thirty five hundred yards. There was more downfield passing that year with uh, J.J. or Sega Whiteside, right? There was, and you know that was a really strange year for Stanford because you had Bryce Love coming back and right. coming off you know this prolific two thousand yard rushing season, 
And Stanford two years ago could not run the football. I mean, they were they were brutal. They were like 105th or 110th in the country with Bryce Love. Now a lot of that is Love was banged up and he was a you know a shell of his former self. But the fact remains that the offensive line, whatever it was, they realized about five games in that they flat out could not run it. So you know, I, I gave Shaw, uh, Coach Shaw, a lot of credit because he's not one to uh, stray from his philosophies lightly. Um, but he adapted and basically turned the reins over to KJ and knew he had JJ Osuga white side and knew he had you know a great tight end in Caden Smith and some guys who could make plays downfield. And he said, all right, you know, we're going to have to throw if we're going to win games. And that's why KJ put up the numbers that he did. And that's why, you know, 3,500 yards at a lot of schools is not, you know, top five or maybe even top 10 all time. It's second all time in a season at Stanford. It's just not the way the Cardinal have rolled, uh, you know, pretty much through most of their history. So it, it's, a, it's a fair observation, but KJ did throw the ball downfield. Now, you had JJ and our single white side was as good as anybody I've ever seen in terms of jump balls and contested balls and whatnot. So you have that kind of weapon, you use it. Um, but but yeah, uh, KJ definitely threw the ball downfield a lot more than some of his predecessors. It's got only about a minute left. So last thing for you, I'm just kind of a general Stanford question. We've seen Alabama evolve offensively from pure pro style to this you know the elevated passing game. We saw what LSU did this year. Should we anticipate seeing any kind of an evolution in the offensive philosophy at Stanford? It's a great question, and I can't wait to find out the answer. <laughs> Fair I enough. Would love to, I would love to see, as you put it, the evolution of the offense. Uh, you know, I, I think that what Stanford wants to do and likes to do can still work but it can't work exclusively. And I think that, you know, if it were me, I would like to see a little more variety, a little more misdirection, a little more. Some of the things that, you know, so many other schools are doing with regularity. Um, now you got to have the personnel to do it. And I think that, you know, you're also seeing a more receiver-friendly offense at Stanford. We've got better receivers the last year and, and, and going into next year, I think, than they've ever had. So you've got more weapons in terms of maybe a more vertical passing game, and I think you will continue to see it stray a little bit more in that direction. But Coach Shaw is never going to abandon his power principles and kind of what he believes in and what he's always coached as. Scott Reese joining us from the Bay Area. really appreciate uh, your time and your insight this afternoon. Scott, hope to catch up with you again down the line sometime. No problem, guys. Enjoy. That is Scott Reese joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Sports anchor and reporter at KTVU. That's the Fox affiliate in the Bay Area and the radio play-by-play voice for Stanford Cardinal football and basketball. Uh, some interesting insight there. And I just was kind of fascinated. I mean, obviously we weren't still talking about K.J. Costello at the end, but wondering if it was going to look any different Um Hey, that really sounds like Mississippi State has gotten, in addition to a good player, uh, somebody that, that teammates likely are going to gravitate to. And if you don't have that in your quarterback, I mean, that, that can be a problem. So that, that is definitely good news for Mississippi State. Yep. Well, Scott Rice, the uh, play-by-play voice of the Stanford Cardinal on the Farm Bureau phone line. Got more coming up with you. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back to wrap up our number one of the show on this Thursday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.